Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to Ruthette. I've been meaning to listen to Ruthette. Why don't you come over and talk about it? It came in a package that I was like, huh, what's this? I don't remember ordering anything. And I opened it and then I saw it was the Tom Nook pillow. And I called my sister and I'm like, did you get me this Tom Nook pillow? <laughs> She's like, I did. Merry Christmas. I'm oh, like, why, why didn't you? Why didn't have a note? Is it but because like um, you were aspiring to be a landlord and she it's like put to put on your vision board and go like, this is going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. years."> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to live on an island and make everyone work for me. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's a dream Kelly Clarkson would say too. I feel like it's is it really? her winter dream. Yeah, she, it's her winter dream. <laughs> it's her winter dream to have a talk show and then have the showrunner be mean, but not her. But not so her. She didn't yeah. do it. She's, <laughs> she's absolved. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't How know that, that was happening. Happen? Sorry about How does that. that happen? Like, I mean, what's incredible, truly, though, is the way that every single staff member who came up and spoke out against <laughs> the producer said, but not Kelly, though. Like, they <laughs> yeah. all said the same Crazy. thing. It's so wild. And it's, but like, how could she? I mean, I, I guess she's a busy person. She was doing the talk show and the voice at the same time and recording yeah. an album, doing all this stuff. But like, and so I could, you know, I could see how like maybe the producer like would have like protected Kelly Clarkson from like information yeah. she didn't need to know. Have you seen like, the other two? But still, yes. yeah. She reminds me of like Molly Shannon hosting her talk show where she's like getting Just wheeled around wheeled her place in. to place. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did she get canceled or something? Am I missing something? Kelly? Kelly no, not Kelly. I just show. want to be clear oh. that Kelly Clarkson has not been canceled. Didn't. We love mm-hmm. Kelly. She's great. And all of her staff loves her as well, especially <laughs> Jason, who she forces to go everywhere with her. Um, but uh, Kelly no, her, yeah, <laughs> Jason's her like um, music guy who's on the mm-hmm. on the daytime show with her. Jason and Mraz. he's also Jason um, and like, oh. Jason Mraz. Actually, Jason Marulo. Jason Sudeikis also is there. Yeah, I want an album of um uh um what was it called? Oh, from uh, but it's called from Jason to Kelly instead of from uh, Justin to Kelly. And she's yeah. only doing collabs with Jasons. I think uh, like it's weird that like this season of uh the Kellyoki like the chunk of karaoke songs have all been like that one song by Jason Derulo. The strike fun, really man. like they ran out of material. <laughs> they could they didn't have writers. She she was the one writer. She was the Is one the like strike still host. happening in the Andrew Guild. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> well, hi wow. everyone. Welcome to I've been meaning what? to listen to that the podcast where we go through podcasts we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Harper Thompson. I'm Michael Levitato. I'm Stanley Philippe. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. Oh, no, I, the control got wrestled out from under thine grasp. <laughs> Just this trying is how I talk out. now. How was that? Did I do okay? Well, good. You said so the good. podcast. Yeah, like, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty In funny. In case you don't know what you're listening yeah. to. In case you don't know. <laughs> yeah.
Uh, oh, yeah. I have that written down wrong. I was reading that. I see. I see. Okay. Let's you were shadowing me. Your your lips. The, the, it's a pub audio medium, so you didn't. Re, the audience wasn't seeing this, but you were lip syncing it every time. You're my like uh, understudy for it in case I died or got arsenic yes. poisoning and stuff. So yes, I've been waiting in the wings. Think of which, Andrew, you gotta take a sip of that drink. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, my uh, the the woman, the Vicky Cripes from uh, you know uh, Phantom Thread prepared this for me. So guys, <laughs> yeah. in college, I told an English professor uh, I was having a hard time writing like some paper because it was like for. I, I don't remember. I think it was like on Frankenstein, the book Frankenstein. Sounds fake, I was but like, okay. I don't really know what angle I have to be taking on this because we were supposed to like take a like, we were supposed to rewrite it as a play or something. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was like a formatting kind of thing. And I'm like, I don't know how to rewrite Frankenstein as a play. Like, what do you want? What do we actually want from this? And she's like, well, what's your favorite play? And I said, probably Arsenic and Old Lace because one of the plays I've seen that I enjoyed and she okay. goes is that the one that's like with the bunny and I was like no it's with the old ladies they poison somebody and then she goes that one and the bunny one are bad Harvey don't those are bad plays and I was like okay then why'd you ask me good story yeah. I got some more of those on deck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're back. We are back, baby. <laughs> so, Harper, what are we doing today? What are we talking oh, about? <laughs> thank you, Andrew. Today, we are talking about a favorite of mine. Uh, you know her. We love her. It's Kelly Clarkson, our Christmas queen. And we are talking about Wrapped in Red. Mm-hmm. Woo. Mm. Oh, You're a Christmas queen. I'm going to January 6th her ass. What? No. <laughs> okay. I... Just rapid fire. Who's everyone's Christmas queen? Go. Mariah Carey. Uh, Michael no. Bublé. Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé oh. is a good one. I think Ariana. Like that. That's that, that album's so good. Like I think it's a. Gotta be the Virgin Mary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here also. Hi. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a. I don't like Christmas music that much. I I truly don't oh. like. I don't really have like. I, I listen to it. I enjoy it enough, but it's so like just like this peppermint aerosol smith that's just in the air around this time that it doesn't even register as music. It's always just like this backgroundy kind of thing. And the, I rarely sit down like this. Uh, this podcast is the only context where I sit down and go Christmas music time like of my own like free will because it's other, otherwise it's pretty like barraged on me at, at all times. But yeah. Yeah, Andrew and Michael, I was going to ask you both. Um, so, like, you guys both grew up with, like, mostly, like, Christian music, right? So, mm -hmm. for Christmas, like, did, like, pop Christmas music make it, make it through or not at all? No? No. Not, not for me. Yeah. It, me it was, like, I, there, it was, like, a lot of, like, hymns, uh, you know, it was a lot of hymns. It was a lot of, like, and then, like, super white, like, kind of, uh, like, those Christian-y bands at the time, like, yeah, it's pretty bad. So, yeah, I think I think there was a uh, this attitude around the house that it's like finally people get it. We're supposed to be singing about <laughs> Jesus, you know, and that was kind of what we listened to a lot. So I don't know. I feel like secular Christmas music like doesn't even compute to honestly, even to me. Still, I'm a little bit like, what's this? <laughs> a sexy Christmas song? What are you getting sexy for? A baby? <laughs> you're getting sexy for your husband who's dressed up as santa for your children mm -hmm. that's what it's all about that's what the season's all about 
I think that's part of it too, is that it's a, it reflects a childhood that I didn't necessarily get to have. Not that I mm. like resentful. Cause it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound that interesting, honestly, like Santa Claus, reindeers. <laughs> I don't give a sh- I don't if care about that. If my mom was that. dressed up like sexy Mrs. Claus ever, <laughs> I would sue her. <laughs> but it's like, it feels so, so like based in nothing. It doesn't really like, I, yeah. And so it's like reflective of childhood that, even though my childhood, like the Jesus-y stuff, wasn't – I'm not like, oh, my God, I love that. I miss that so much. <laughs> yeah. But it, Every the now other, and then, yeah, I like, get I, a little itch for it. Yeah. I, I'm like, got to get to church. Yeah, that don't really do it for me right now. Well, just know. so you guys yeah. know, Switchfoot put out a Christmas album last year. Wow. So it's there for you. Oh, <laughs> let's, stop, let's, stop, talk, let's stop talking about this. Let's talk about that. Let's listen to that. Come back. I got to like write like five pages of notes on that. But yeah. yeah. Uh, what um, about you, Sadly? Yeah. What's your Christmas like music? Oh, like, music? oh I mean, it's kind of the, the same idea. Like I grew up in a Christian household. So so there's definitely like the the real meaning behind Christmas and the commodification of the event. And now it's like it's funny because Christmas music draws both the most joy and pain out of people. Like people who love it, love it a lot. And they're so joyful during this time. And it's like, it is a background to parties and gatherings, but it's also the background to shopping and traffic and yelling at your neighbors who you fucking hate. And you hate even more so during this time of year because you're trying to get to a store before it closes on December 24th because you slacked off because work is up your ass and and your partner sucks. You know, like, it's just like, it's just a a convergence of all of the emotions into hey, one. Man, you, you good? <laughs> yeah. No, hey, it's definitely it. maybe do your Christmas shopping a little sooner. I, I always thought I would. Don't and I never blame do. him. Like, you know. so, I, I the, bought Aiden's Christmas present before December and gave it to him before December. This is yes. my fourth, fourth year in a row doing that. So I just want you guys to know. That's right. the right way of doing what it. What do you do? Like, what are you gonna do on Christmas Day? Just like we're look at each other. Traveling. So we're <laughs> we're going. To, we're usually like doing something that day. So it's like I don't know. This is the thought is like, hey, I did a nice thing for you. And, you know, not interested. <laughs> okay, <F-. sorry. laughs> I'll shut the hell up and just let Stanley talk now. How that? Yeah, how yeah, that? No, but Michael, I agree with you. Like my partner and I, we're not doing gifts this year. We're just gonna look at each other for 24 hours which Ooh. is going to be awesome so yeah. the gift of get, sight you know we're doing that and then we're giving each other a little the littlest kiss yeah. every hour <laughs> every hour <laughs> it's kiss time baby yeah. <laughs> pull out the mistletoe like all right let's do this what hour 20 21 <laughs> hey streamers uh, we're streaming on Twitch also. Oh, wow. Oh, I'd watch. This <laughs> <laughs> is the like, like hour there's Christmas no stare. like material. There's no talking or material in between the hours. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like fireplace for your home. You know, it's like um, <laughs> ambient video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two Tulsa gays staring at each other. Christmas edition. Mm-hmm. Harper scene in the background. Have yourself a Merry <laughs> Little Christmas. <laughs> That sounds good, actually. Yeah. I love it. Let's fire it up. Let's this, show, this show sucks. Like, we should do that. <laughs> I grew up in a godless household. Ooh. So uh, I, we only had uh, commercial Christmas music, really. Like, I do you even like, know what Christmas is about? The true meaning of the season, Harper? I mean, I have heard of Christmas, I will say. Um, no, I. Let's well, put the Jesus back in Jesus, miss. That's right. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, yeah. Sean's I, happy about that. Like, Sean's looking at me. He's happy. <laughs> he looked at you. I saw it. I was spacing out so hard. I had no <laughs> what? idea what you just said. <laughs> kind of forgot I'm supposed to be taking notes, too. What? <laughs> um, nothing no, nothing yeah. to take notes on yet. So far, Sean, <laughs> so you're <Yeah>. good. <laughs> no, my mom was raised Catholic, and then my dad was loosely raised Christian scientist, and neither of them um, stuck with that. Uh, and so I was raised, I was baptized just in case, but that's about the extent of my religious experience. Um, so, and I was six months old when that happened. So, wow. um, so you remember it fondly. Yes. The best day of my life. I felt really close to Jesus. <laughs> also, your parents were really living on the edge for that six months. It just like, uh, yeah, geez, Louise. I could have gone to purgatory at any point if I had died. Mm-hmm. Um, purgatory, it's okay. I made you just it. Gotta, you just got to put your nose Looks to the like grindstone. It. You got to grind it out in purgatory and then you That's can make right. it. Grind set, mindset, mindset. But I had like the most, like all, only the, you know, secular Christmas music. We, uh, My parents are big Christmas people as well. That's where I get it from, I would say. But like in a consumerist secular way, right? Mm-hmm. Like we had so, like a whole like specific CD rack specifically of Christmas albums. And so like one of them I remember was like it had like I don't, this feels like a fever dream, but like Rosie O'Donnell and Elmo oh, doing some yeah. kind of Christmas song. Like it was like yeah. the whole cat, like the mm-hmm. stars of NBC come together to do a Christmas album or something like that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what my Christmas um, upbringing was. Used to be so famous. She was so famous. <laughs> she was so famous. I've been rewatching Curb lately. And there's the episode where he says that all lesbians love him. And then he, of course, tells some lesbian, like, congrats on getting out of lesbianism because she starts dating a man. And then all the lesbians are mad at him. And Rosie O'Donnell beats him up as the representative of all lesbians. And I'm like, this is a funny joke, but also random, right? Like Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. R.I.P. Rosie. I mean, she's not dead. Is she dead? No, no she's not dead. She's no. not dead. Okay. Uh, I met her career. I met her career, not like oh. her. <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry. That's she politics. I don't is that know. What it is? That was I Roseanne. I could, that's Roseanne. Uh, yeah. no, she kind of did. Think like, she did. Did she? Well, she was on the. She was on the View, right? And it she was just that her, yeah, she was on the her view. and Hasselback were just like going back and forth the whole time. And I think it got a bit too toxic for a bit. Hmm. And David Hasselhoff was on the View. Elizabeth no, Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck. <laughs> no, I know. I want my Hasselbeck. 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 <laughs> <laughs> See now, yeah. Harvard. Now you know what I have to deal with. Like, yeah, really <laughs> but yes, Kelly. For me, Kelly is the pinnacle of Christmas album. I, mm. I Christmas music. Like, I know there's Mariah. I think I'm just like slightly too young for Mariah to be like the hugest pop star in my life. You know, so I totally respect and understand where people are coming from with Mariah. I just was not really there for it at the time. Um, I. I do think that all I want for Christmas is you is maybe the best so- Christmas song ever. Sure. So, you know, classic. Um, but for me, as far as like a full start to finish Christmas album, I think Kelly Clarkson has really nailed it with this one wrapped in red. And then also I, we don't have to talk about it too much, but her second Christmas album when Christmas comes around is fucking genius. Oh. So I love Whoa. her a lot. Uh, and um, very excited to hear what you guys think about this album. We talked about our history with Christmas music. Should we talk about Kelly Clarkson, though? Where are we all at with Kelly Clarkson? Kenley, <laughs> sure. how about you? <laughs> well, I remember, I remember, okay, here's my history. So I'm really old. So back in my university days, we started uh, Residence Idol 
when uh, when American Idol was like a thing. And I was a finalist. I made it to the finals. Wow. And, and I lost. So I, I had a whole skit. I had a couple of songs I performed. And a girl who won, she sang Kelly Clarkson in a moment like this. And she sang it really well. Whatever. She can fucking sing. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I put on a fucking show and I lost to this Kelly Clarkson impersonator. So I didn't really like Kelly Clarkson at first because of that loss. Like it was very, <laughs> very personal. But I have to acknowledge that she, I mean, she can sing. Like she is one of the best. Yeah pure singers of her generation, like pound for pound, no for no, like she can go with pretty much anyone. I would push back on the whole voice of Christmas. I don't think she sounds like Christmas to me. Mm-mm, me but we could talk about that later. I don't want to offend you, Harper. This is like your thing. So I really don't want to like. No, no, no. Mean, I won't be offended. But- I think everyone should have should be is entitled to have their own Christmas queen. She's just mine, but she doesn't have to be everyone's. That's very kind of you, Harper. That is kind of you. I think this is George Michael, by the way. I think like that that Wham song is so good. Like that's my Mm. favorite Christmas song of all time. Yeah. Prove it. Prove it. Sing it. Sing it right now. Do it. Do it. it. (laughs) I mean, that's crazy because last Christmas, I know this is like Discord that's trotted out entirely, but that sounds like it's 10 gazillion years old. Like it's like. Mm-hmm. A, a, like a hymn like a christmas hymn you know what i mean <laughs> but it's not it's like a relatively just... modern song right mm-hmm. so i don't know what what's the lady that just got number one rocking around the christmas tree she's old they peggy made her lee. go live brenda peggy lee brenda lee brenda lee, lee. peggy lee one of the least brenda lee? they made peggy her go lee? live on instagram and call out the brenda nators and i was <laughs> like do not make this old woman call out the brenda nators on instagram live <laughs> What are you talking about? Brenda <laughs> Lee. Yes, it is Brenda Lee. <laughs> okay. what, what am I talking about? Michael, why don't you talk to us about Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> I like her. I did not watch American Idol. Uh, I watched it, but like, it was one of my like secret shows that I watched on my own, right? Not anymore. Uh, out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't watch it currently. I will watch oh, okay. uh, the the guy who says... And the clip of Katy Perry saying wig, that's a language just for us, wig, wig, wig. <laughs> um, I'll watch that a lot, but otherwise I don't watch American Idol. But I knew about her because of uh, Breakaway. I knew about her mm. because her voice is very, very iconic. She is a very, very good singer. She's one of the, I think, most perfect. I mean, there's the joke, right? Like, don't let your song get karaoke because it's hers now, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, she's just an amazing, amazing singer. Uh she also does not sound like she's trying too hard. She yeah. has the perfect balance of like beautiful voice, not trying too hard, but like definitely showing that she has a beautiful voice, but never mm-hmm. like I like not Christina Aguilera yet. Not uh, too, no uh, shade. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No shade to Christina Aguilera, but she can it's like hard to listen to her music sometimes because it's like this is hurting my ears to think about you singing like this. Like, it's mm-hmm. fine that you can't. It's awesome that you can do it, actually, Christina. Love you for it. But, <laughs> Yeah, like, it doesn't, like, I think when I first listened to this, it doesn't immediately, uh, like, I, it's obviously great, but it's, like, I think it's easy to take for granted how good it is. It's, like, really, it's, like, when, like, uh, Mike Birbigli has a joke about the Harlem Globetrotters where, like, the uh, the other team, like, if you played against them, where they'd be like, "We're good too," <laughs> you know, like, and they're like, <laughs> but it's like all these, like, you look at like the Whitney's and the uh, Mariah's and the all these uh, other Christmas queens, like they, 
like they I think their voice is like more forward than Kelly, where she I remember watching the the American Idol audition. I didn't watch it live, but I just saw it like on YouTube. And then it was like 20 seconds of her singing. The first audition was like 20 seconds of her singing. And then it's like she did like a little skit with Randy Jackson where she pretended to like sit in the audition chair and audition Randy that. Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like the 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 singing was one thing, but it was also just like she sat in that seat like she belonged there it is like the real the other mm-hmm. superpower she has, too. So, yeah, I don't really I don't really have a history of her. I don't watch her show. I watch I watch clips online. I like um like she's always she seems like I, I I don't understand the show like I I think it's the I my understanding of the show is like it's a Kelly Oki song and then she interviews like Matt Rogers and Matt Rogers is like you're my Christmas queen I love you and she's like oh thank <laughs> Matt you Matt Rogers is <laughs> fucking obsessed no Matt yeah, Rogers is the know. same as me <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like we have so many shared interests and so that's why I listen to Las Culturistas because I could just say yes same like yeah. all day Mm-mm. it's so good Harper if you it's time to choose between the gay people in your life <laughs> <laughs> okay fine I pick Michael <laughs> Las Culturistas. thank you never I didn't I didn't know we could have Matt Rogers on this show <laughs> like, like at him. anyways uh, I pick Michael too for the record I pick Michael thank you thank you I I'm sh- sending this to Matt <laughs> Uh, you know um, what? I, the other thing is, like, I've been hosting like Bus Culturistas like this whole time. Like, I'm, <laughs> you're, 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 I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be not problematic and say you're Matt Rogers. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so funny of me to say. <laughs> Good person, me. Not saying the Asian person. Um, I love Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> put it out there. I love part, her. Part, part hosting the show, you gotta fill in these gaps. Just like, I did. Okay, I did. I filled it in with true, the most true. important information of all. It's that I love uh, Kelly Clarkson. Can, can I ask you a question? Yeah. About Kelly Clarkson, because yeah. my partner, and I, we were, we were, t- I was talking about this um, episode, and I was, I was saying to her, like, aside from Kelly, maybe Carrie Underwood, but then nobody else mm-hmm. has touched success to that level from a well, singing. Hey, like a singing, no, Clay had like a, like a, he ran for office a minute. Yeah. Then, then it fucked yeah. up. Like it was just like the clay yeah. hardened. It's, it's like, it's a like Kelly, Carrie, and then like really a sprinkly of any, nobody else. Yeah. The one exception is what's her face? Um, Haley Reinhardt. No. Adam Gordon Lambert. Sparks. No. Adam Lambert is with Queen. I yeah, mean, he's. I saw, that was good. I, I saw the live. It was good. On the Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> uh-huh. 2016 yeah. reboot. That's pretty yeah. good. Um, what about Scotty uh, well, McCreary? Well, Fantasia. <laughs> oh, he's here. He's here. I know. Just want to swing by and say hello. Love the show. <laughs> okay, but my my question though is, Kelly, Harry, in your objective opinion, uh, which person has a better singing music career up to now? Like, who would you say had a be- has like, a better to career to date? Yes. That's difficult because I'm not really tapped into country music. So like I Carrie Underwood could be like a super successful, like in her lane, right? Like country singer. And I would not really know it. Like I know some songs of hers and I know that she does well, but like, I would say that Kelly Clarkson has had some flops 
like I love all of her music, but like as like financial, like you know, fiscally, you know, she has had some flops, right? <laughs> like, uh, and that's you know, what matters. My, Christmas my de- season, yeah, like, yes, the, it's the money. <laughs> the money is what matters. So, like, right. my December, you know, like that album did not May, do December? super well. Yes, maybe. Too many hot dogs. I love her song. <laughs> too many hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, that music video with Reggie from Riverdale. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, my December did not do super well. I feel like, um, uh, yeah, she's had a couple. I mean, it's it's incredible to me though. Like um, that one album. What is she? Uh, I can't think of the name of it now. But the one with Love So Hot. Like that one. Um, heat all that i can see that's you like none of you know what i'm talking about Christmas and that's tree. actually a perfect <laughs> album to me but like it did not do well so she's had a few of those that have horrendous been... album cover that's oh, like... with the black with her you know yes, yes. it's not a meeting of life there you go that's the one oh, um, that is not a good album cover i know i think she needs a better like visual optics team or something like that will pick a better album cover maybe give her like narrower belts to wear i don't know but <laughs> she's you know. time traveling from 2014 <laughs> yes yeah she's just like kind of stuck in time visually but um you know, I, she's put out a lot of great music that has not like just has not really connected or done very well for some reason. Whereas Carrie Underwood maybe has continuously done better, you know, been more successful in her genre. I just don't know. Mm, OK. Yeah. You know what another ugly Kelly Clarkson album is? Peace by Peace. It's five. It's one, rain. But the cover is not good. Oh, that's good. No, I don't like the. Cute, yeah, though. I like it's that like, one. It's giving like lover, you know, but like brighter. I don't okay, like love, the lover uh, bad album. Yeah, yeah lover also bad album. Yeah, Oof. you're right. But uh, another question for Harper is, what do you think is her appeal? Like, what do you what do you mm, love so much about her? Yes, yes. What do I love so much about Kelly Clarkson? Um, <laughs> I know I think she's a very pulls talented. up slideshow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting so long for someone to ask me this question. Oh. No, I mean for me. I remember when she won American Idol, I was like maybe seven at the time. And, you know, voting was very important to me because George W. Bush had just won uh, the election of this country not long before. That's right. <laughs> shout out, um, shout out. <laughs> shout out. Um, but, you know, so I feel like we're, you know, for as a child, you kind of mesh all of that voting together in your brain, right? It's yeah. like, the hanging chads like you're haunt you're, i'm like a six-year-old haunted by the hanging chads in florida you know and mm. then i'm like american idol is happening my vote is so important i'm going to watch every <laughs> week and i'm going to call this number i'm going to sit at my wow. landline in my kitchen all i this gotta number. get bush out of office so I yeah I mean she was just I mean that was so important to me in that time and I have never kind of forgotten that and I remember how I thought that a moment like this was just like one of the best pop songs I had ever heard in 2002 you know and um I I think and she put out that first album which like slapped you know it was I, I even before that first album there was an American Idol single that had a moment like this and like whatever her second single that wasn't as good but whatever you know I had that CD that only had two songs on it and then her first full album came out and it was so good with Miss Independent and um, mm. all oh god what an album and then I just think everything she's and then like you know the second album 
which I think really solidified her as like a pop star of the 2000s, right? Like she was kind of not doing the same thing as Avril Lavigne, but there was an or Pink, but they were definitely doing as collectively a thing, right? In the early 2000s where like women had like streaks, highlights in their hair and they were edgy and their jeans were kind of a dark wash, you know, and they were feeling (laughs) things really intensely. Yeah, it was a scary time. But for me, it really made me love pop music. Scary Um, for some, beautiful for others. That's right. A beautiful disaster in the words of Kelly Clarkson. Um, But yeah, I just love her so much and everything she's ever done is so good. I mean, I'm going to say her talk show is a hot mess. Wow. It is a hot mess. It's always on I... the... <laughs> Wait, what's that? How's that a hot mess? Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy it, but I think she's a horrible interviewer. I think that she does this thing where um she ties everything back to her before she gives her guest an opportunity to answer mm. like the question fully. And yeah. you know that reminds me of like my own life in how <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I it's always on at the gym like it's always on one of the tvs at the gym regardless of when i go i'm like yeah how many episodes of day it's myself? midnight time for you <laughs> literally literally and i will always watch her and the faces she makes while she's listening are truly unbelievable it's literally like she's like like what do you guys talk to me so yeah, um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, hey Michael, I'm we're all talking at the same this. time. We're talking yeah. right now. <laughs> what do you? Oh, okay, that's awkward. Like literally, <laughs> she's like she's the most concerned and present you've ever seen anyone <laughs> at listening of all time. And I'm not ever listening to it. I'm just watching like whatever story. I assume they're telling them about like their dead mom or something. Every <laughs> single time they're talking. To ah, yes, Kelly. <laughs> like extremely <laughs> intense and. That's always what gets me about the show. And then and then like two seconds later, she's like learning how to make a turducken at a table with an already made turducken. Yeah. And then she's playing a game with Daniel Radcliffe where they're doing Broadway trivia. And then she gets really mad and she just hits the button a lot. That's like every episode of the show is all of those things. It's because of those mean show runners that, you know, like, yeah. write this material for her. <laughs> the bitchy showrunner got the button for her. Yeah. Do not give Kelly the button. Mm. Um, yeah, so the show, not incredible, but I do still watch so much of it, uh, because I, I just enjoy her. There's something about her, like getting down to like, what is it about Kelly Clarkson? Like, I do think she has a very broad appeal, even though somehow mm-hmm. people don't really latch onto her as like in, in a fandom way. Right. I think in the same way that people do with other artists, but she's like from Oklahoma, you know, she's the daughter-in-law of Reba. You know, so she's got a foot in that like country world, you know, but then she's also like lived in Los Angeles and had her show there. Now she's moved to New York and has her show there and she does pop and she's got a little bit of country, but she's got like some rock. She, you know, she kind of dips her toe in a lot of different areas. So I think she has a pretty broad appeal, even if it's not, you know, like something that people are fully latching onto. Yeah, she's like the... And we'll get to themes in a second, but like she's kind of like the the theater kid in high school that kind of fits in all the uh, groups, you know, like kind of like, oh, she's cool with the popular kids and she's kind of cool, like these like socially outcast kids and the theater kids and she's a lead in the musical and stuff like that and has this like broad appeal. But there's also like uh, this 
she kind of understands sadness in a way that's really appealing in that, mm-hmm. you know, she's been divorced at least once or twice. Just once. Yeah. Okay, one time. And then, like, uh, she sings, like, Radiohead and Billie Eilish and Joji mm-hmm. and Kelly But not, but when you listen to her albums, it's never as, like, sad as, like, some guy posting like counting crows in their store and you have to like check in on them and be like, Hey man, you good? <laughs> like what's going on with you? It's not like that. It's like kind of like a, I'm sad. I understand this sad feeling, but I am triumphant. I can overcome. It's like that type of thing to me. So yeah, yeah. For, for me, she's like, she's an attainable talent. It's like mm-hmm. a lot of the big, like a Beyonce or Taylor, like the names you always rhyme off on this podcast, Beyonce, Taylor, Beyonce, Taylor, but like, <laughs> like Beyonce and Taylor, they feel, they're so talented, but they also feel so grand that it's like, you can't actually ever touch them or be with them or interact yeah. with them. Whereas if like, if Kelly walked down the street in Ottawa, I feel like you would just be like, oh shoot, it's Kelly Clarkson. Let me just have a conversation with her. <laughs> For you know, it's sure. like, like, hey, yeah. what are you doing? Like, like, are you going to go to McDonald's with me, like, after your show? <laughs> you know, like, she just feels very, like, homegrown and very, very attainable and very normal. But she clearly has a talent that is, like, out of this world. And whenever she wants to show off, she can. Mm-hmm. But, but again, like, she's kind of – and because she hasn't done anything, like, classic, like, she doesn't have, like, a classic record that everyone points to says like that's the record that defines like her genre music because she's almost genreless. It's it's also very attainable because you feel like okay like I could be Kelly in some ways right like whereas you can never be Beyonce mm-hmm. yeah never ever ever you know like you will never be Taylor Swift like you'll never be these artists Kelly maybe maybe one day or, you know not even like uh, we we'll, we just gotta like move on in a second we gotta talk about no, these albums. No, we don't it's christmas <laughs> yeah, yeah. i i do think it's like also this uh, we're talking about like just a career like this idea that is attainable in even if you're not a kelly clarkson type of i have a day job that showcases my skills and then i have this creative career i have this like mm-hmm. body of work that's pretty good and then like that's kind of like if you're lucky, you get that. Like, and but that's like a more attainable thing than I'm going to be the next Beyonce. I'm going to be the next, you know, like type of thing. Yeah. Well, of all the Kelly Clarkson albums today, we are talking about Wrapped in Red. Shall we talk about mm, themes yes. from this album? All right, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one theme I want to talk about is like relationship beginnings, right? Ooh. So she has a few original songs on this album so this album is how many songs it's like 14 songs long i did not do the deluxe version this is just the regular classic um it's got five original songs and nine covers and so of the original songs three of them are kind of about like a blossoming relationship at mm-hmm. christmas time which um, ones are the originals four carrots uh, wrapped four in red. carrots wrapped in red underneath the tree winter dreams and um every christmas Okay. Every Christmas just, is kind of an interesting one because yeah. it feels like a classic, even though it's yeah. an original. Yes. Yeah. It's so um, jazzy. It's so like horn, yeah. horn forward that I think yes. it's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. What Andrew was saying, the wall of sound, I feel like they really were trying to do a, a, a bit of wall of sound action there on yeah. that one for sure. Um, wrapped, in, but, wrapped in Red, I didn't know was a original song either. I thought it was just a Christmas classic that she covered. And I was like, oh, yeah. she came up with that one. And I've been hearing it out my whole life, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it has, it wrapped in red and I think underneath the tree, those are the two songs from the original songs. I hear of hers. underneath the tree all the time. 
That's yeah. like the it's in the balls. It's in the balls for yeah, sure. It's a banger. Yes. It's a banger. Um, but about relationship beginnings. So wrapped in red underneath the tree in winter dreams are all kind of about like a new relationship at Christmas time. Um, and I think that's really interesting just because her second Christmas album is a divorce Christmas album, mm-hmm. right? Where she has a lot of original songs about like, you know, I'm thinking about Christmas when we were together, like, oh, you no. know, and now Ugh. when Christmas comes around, I think about our divorce. And like, that's kind of the vibe of the second album. Mm-hmm. It's very bleak. I think it's better that we started with this one, but I would also encourage you guys to check out when Christmas comes around, because I think it's so fascinating. We'll cover as, it. Like, I a, think we should cover yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so she really gets into the beginning of her relationship in this album, for sure. Well, it's like I what I like about Christmas. I don't like the, you know, just like uh, the Christmas songs, the original Christmas song where like it's like we got to like l- prattle off a bunch of Christmas things at you and just like kind of wrap it in a song and go like yeah, this is like. The NSYNC album was pretty much that. The Merry yeah, Christmas uh-huh. and Happy, and happy holiday. Yeah, that, that is like it. that. Like, it's just like they just came up like with darts and just like we're throwing things like stalking. That song. Um, what I like about Christmas, the best Christmas music is about the the feelings surrounding the end of the year, the feelings surrounding the holiday. Like, all I want for Christmas is you is that, is the best version of that. And the songs about the beginning of a relationship, uh, like wrapped in red and underneath the tree. I really like it because they are, it's like the end of the year, you're taking emotional inventory and then you, you can either like take emotional inventory and be like really grateful and like, Oh my gosh, like I do have everything I need. I'm really happy. Like maybe things aren't perfect, but I have everything I need, but also you're looking out at the world And you're looking at like people kissing under mistletoe and you're looking at like these bright lights and you're like these like artificial reminders of like what you don't like this happiness that you don't have. And you're like, oh, man, but there's some lack. And then there's this manic when you like realize, oh, my friend that I like this person that like I've like maybe maybe this is like maybe I could end this year on a good note. And then you're just this manic of like confession of love and stuff i think is that's the stuff i really like i like it when we see her i I like it when we get to hear her like kelly clarkson's relationship to christmas i like that a lot i agree um one other fun theme of this album is presents oh yes (laughs) just gifts um uh, like presents man like being in the moment brother like just (laughs) (laughs) no absolutely not it is not about being in the moment it's about (laughs) money it's about consumerism it's about that american capitalist christmas Mm -hmm. uh she wants her her diamond rings her yellow canary four carrots four Um, carrots kills me it's like my favorite song in this album it's such a good time. Um, but then underneath the tree, she's also hitting on the presents idea too. Like she's getting stuff for Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. And then my favorite things also, which we'll talk about. But no, my I favorite don't... things, not a Christmas song. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that one also, the only thing I can think of that makes it a Christmas song is that it talks about mittens and packages tied up in strings. And that's presents. Mm-hmm. So presents. I guess. It just seems like... I, she wanted to sing that song a yeah. little bit. It's, it's good. It's, it fits her really well. Yeah, no, she did a good job with it. I will say though, it's it is become part of Christmas albums, um, but 
because it, it was once um i think mary martin uh performed it on a christmas special in 1961 one time and it became a christmas song so you have her mm-hmm. to thank for that mm. thank you mary <laughs> martin <laughs> like, um I, I like one last theme i thought about is just like wrapped in red of just this package of this it's almost a lot of these Christmas albums feel like variety shows because there are maybe a few original songs and then it's a bunch of covers. So it feels like um, just a packaged Christmas dish of you play it in the house at a low volume and mm-hmm. then so that you and your family can talk to each other. And then when four carrots plays, you get a little horn. Yeah. Yeah, you Santa baby. You, if you have a wife or a husband or something like that, <laughs> if you, you have know, a wife, no <laughs> other options. <laughs> I don't know. You can look at pictures of your fave or whatever. You know, Andrew's Andrew's the leader of the Twin Flames universe cult. If you have a wife, <laughs> no other option. Oh God. Uh, so it feels uh, like that, and then also just like. <laughs> She uses <laughs> color imagery a lot. My, sorry, Michael. Michael, we just watched it. Holy fuck! Like insane. What a world. What a world wow. we're in. That is one of the most insane documentaries. Yeah, a wild. person can watch. Andrew, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> was no. Was Kelly Clarkson playing during it? Like, is it to no, highlight no. the big scenes? <laughs> no. no. Just uh, watch it. I honestly. I was at our work Christmas party and someone mentioned that they were going to go home and start it. And I was like, I flipped out. I was like, you have to watch all of it right now. Yes. And then you have to yeah. message me on Teams <laughs> tomorrow. Tell me what you thought about it because it's crazy. It's wild. It's so wild. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, Andrew. Go ahead. Yeah. And then the other theme is just like she uses a lot of color, like very basic color theory imagery in this album of just. Uh, blue Christmas, like it's still a cult, like a vibrant color instead of like bland, colorless white or bland, colorless grays or something like that. And then like wrapped in like wrapped in red, like this passion, too. So it's like kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I got to say. About yeah. That. She also uses she does mention green and yellow in this album. She really hits uh, most of the colors in this one. for <laughs> she sure. Also does, she also did a Kaliokia black and yellow by uh, Wiz Khalifa. Also, Has she good. really done no. that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I would enjoy it, though. Why did I believe that? <laughs> <laughs> good actor. I'm pretty like, you know, I've been taking, <laughs> class. I've been taking glasses. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. You know what it is. Black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> Uh, no, oh, she also, she also loves the Steelers. Also, like that's like her <laughs> favorite team. Yeah. yeah, and I'm a B. She did I'm a B from the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, dresses a B. She loves <laughs> black and yellow so much. I'm well, a B. Michael is gay club. and funny. Also, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> funny and gay. Please get it right. Speaking of Black Eyed Peas, too, when I saw you guys were doing Kelly Clarkson, I was like, man, I love when she like did the cartwheel while singing in Peter Pants. And then I was like, wait, no, that's for me. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> someone, uh, I think it's on Who Weekly. They said that Fergie is someone God did not intend to be famous, which <laughs> I think is one of the funniest things ever used to uh, describe anyone. That's funny. <laughs> um, but on that note, should we take a quick break? Yeah. Let's take a break. Click. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped the gun. Okay. And we're back. Uh, tag team. Harper. Ugh. Oh, thank you, Andrew. 
uh, received ball. I do sports. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're back. Uh, <laughs> we're back. Um, and we are talking about Wrapped in Red by Kelly Clarkson. Uh, why don't we talk about some highlights from the album? Yeah. Stanley. Oh, I mean, there's there's so many there's so many great highlights uh underneath the tree for me is like a huge highlight it it mm-hmm. sounds like christmas like it sounds like yeah uh, i guess commodified christmas where you know there's like a lot of things happening all at once but again there's like a, a spirit and energy of joy and fun and excitement to it it, it sounds like almost like a a classic but obviously it's an it's an original and, and i think it's one of the better original christmas songs since all I want for Christmas is you. So uh, a huge highlight. I love that it almost starts off the album. The second track, really great mood setter for the album as well. So underneath the tree for me is a huge highlight. For sure. Yeah. And it, it it has the same thing that like all I want. For, it does the formula of all I want for Christmas is you where it's like tinkly bells, like it, vocals no one could do. And yes. then it's like. Oh, we all love this. You know what I mean? Like it it got the formula right. Usually that formula I say I see it and it's like sickeningly sweet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work for me, but it works for me with this song. I think yeah. it works yeah. for a lot of people. One thing I really like about the song is it actually starts with the chorus. And I think that's so funny because with Christmas music, like I feel like the point of putting out a Christmas album is so that people buy the songs to use in commercials and mm-hmm. television and movies and in the mall, you know? And so by putting the chorus at the top, it's like, here's what the song is about. You know, you're here where you should be. The snow is falling and the carolers sing. Like this song is about Christmas and I'm going to give it to you first. And then mm-hmm. we can do the actual song. Like she goes into the verses after, which I think is such an interesting choice. Yeah. I, I love I also love the melancholy in like the the joyfulness covering up the melancholy underneath the song and like the another holiday alone to celebrate just like that um you're looking around and you're just like all the trees are <laughs> dying and stuff like that and they wrap it up with this like kind of like these lights and stuff like that adorning it and it's just there's a real melancholy to um, Christmas that like sometimes the joy, the brassy joyousness of Christmas songs, uh, ex- some it's, it feels like salt in the wound almost like it's it's really great. I love I love it, too. Yeah. In the song, like she definitely says, like, there have been, you know, bad Christmases like there have been, you know, I was as she said I was lost before. But then one day everything changed. You're all mm-hmm. I need. And then we're reminded this is like a romantic love song and it's Christmas. Wait, Bad Christmas? That should be a spinoff of the Bad Moms sequels. Bad <laughs> Santa, Bad Moms crossover. Yeah, no, Ooh. they did. Yeah, <laughs> no, they did Bad Moms Christmas. Oh man, I did. Back I did watch one. Bad Moms Christmas as, as a screenwriter it's, in Hollywood. <laughs> it was okay. Um, <laughs> I Andrew, <bet. laughs> Andrew, how about you? Do you have a, a highlight song from this album? I felt like uh, my biggest change in the album was Four Carrots. I hated it at first. It was just like, oh, fuck this capitalist Macy Day parade song. I don't like (laughs) it. I don't like this materialism. Then then just like, uh, 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 like that just like it just won me over like so quickly. And um, it is again, it's like the the one little break in the album where if you played it through at your family gathering, there'd be that one moment of just like this, like, Oh, sexiness involved here. And then well, I like, as soon as it does the, the like surf rock guitar. I'm yeah. like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, 
It's like that one. Uh, it's not like in Fight Club where Tyler Dern puts in that one frame of pornography into the movie. Yes, it yes, feels exactly. like that. Just like this one. Like, what's this doing here? But I like it. You know, like <laughs> let me pause it really quick. Yeah, I enjoy that song a lot. I, I wrote down, I was listening to it again and taking notes for today. And I was like, oh, it's like Santa Baby and like Material Girl because she's talking about all these different jewelry, all this jewelry. And then I was reading the Wikipedia and it said exactly that. And I was like, there are no original thoughts. And I just deleted all my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fun because I mean, those are two really fun songs, you know, so it's just part of a, a great, a great legacy of fun, fun songs about giving women jewelry. A joy I'll never experience. <laughs> One of the many sad things about the day. We really have it the hardest, you know? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> legally, <laughs> if I give a woman jewelry, I legally have to marry them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, sad for everyone involved. Michael, what's a highlight for you? I, I agree on four carrots. I definitely, definitely, definitely want to say four carrots. And then uh, I'll probably say I really like this rendition of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. uh, it's a very like classic yeah, uh, sparse recording, I think, which I, I think is kind of needed after Underneath the Tree. If the whole album carried that same Underneath the Tree energy, I would not be able to listen through this all the way. Uh, so I'm glad there's like jazzy or softer renditions of songs. Um, and I think Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is like very cute, cute song. Uh, the sentiment is simple and that's sometimes nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Through the years, we will all be together if the fates allow is like a really beautiful Ooh. sentiment that I, you know, that's been around for so long. I took for granted like, oh, wow, that is beautiful. Like that's such a beautiful turn of phrase. Yeah, I just watched um, Meet Me in St. Louis for uh, an episode of Harper's Holiday Hop. Go check it out on Instagram. Shout Um, out, shout out, shout shout out. out. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's that scene in the movie. That's originally is from that movie. And it's um, so depressing (laughs) Mm -hmm. in the movie because they have to move from St. Louis where they're from to New York. And the the youngest movies called Meet Me in St. Louis, not Meet Me in New York. I know. I know it's so sad. That's why it's so sad because they have to move. And the youngest daughter, she's just so sad about it. And then Judy Garland's singing to her, and it's just so sad. Anyway, so I couldn't help but thinking about it while I was listening to this album again. But um, Kelly Clarkson does a wonderful job. I could help not thinking about it because I didn't know that. So like <laughs> I was able to help myself to that not ignorance fact. Yeah, that movie is wild. <laughs> Highly recommend if you want just like a really extremely bizarre movie about every holiday because it's also got Halloween in it as oh. well. It's got it's got a lot of stuff going on. Expansive. That's just greedy. You cannot <laughs> have your movie. Halloween. The holiday like, cinematic uh, universe. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Holiday with Emma Roberts. I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but she and this guy fake date for every holiday throughout the year. I have seen year. that movie. Actually. Oh, that's funny. Emma Roberts. Uh, untalent of the gender of our generation so if you like i i just little notes about that song have yourself a merry little christmas i like that it's a merry little christmas i like this small intimate thing i really like that um i like that it's a very gentle song but she's showing off a lot like especially mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. it like the you know, the, the when she sings the highest bow, like that part at the end, it's yeah. like I wrote down the highest bow, more like the highest notes. 
Spider yeah. strike of America. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, and please end Andrew's strike, everyone. Please. <laughs> a bunch of scabs wrote that, like not me. <laughs> Andrew, your scabs suck. <laughs> I picked them too. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, don't pick at those scabs anymore. Yeah, Andrew. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for my highlight, I think I'm going to pick one that. I am worried it's going to be someone's low light. Okay. Okay. Um, but I really like it. It's Winter Dreams, Brandon's song. Um, okay, it's yeah. it's mm. corny, but I oh yeah, I knew I just it. Don't give a I fuck knew about it. This song. Either yeah, way. that's ex- Michael. That's exactly it. That is the sense. Of- Sorry, Harper. Go ahead. But that's no, exactly. It. It's fine. Um, but I when this album came out in 2013, I was in college. Um, and I had a really wonderful long weekend where everyone on campus went home for Thanksgiving break. Okay. And I was the only person like genuinely, I think I might've been the only person left on campus for like five days. And it was, um, very like the holdovers. Yes. Like the holdovers. It was eerie. Like it was just me and the turkeys that ran around the campus and the deer, you know, and it was like very, it was, uh, Santa Cruz in November. So it was frosty. Um, not snowing, but it was it was cold. Um, and I listened to this album on repeat for those five days. Oh, wow. and but especially Winter Dreams, Brandon songs, I really liked a lot at that time. Um, it's corny as heck, but it's like it's nice. It's like this this Christmas Eve, I became we don't make me uh don't wake me please from this winter dream. You know, it's not it's like it's got a whole narrative around it, which I think is really interesting. Like. You know, especially because it's like an original Christmas song. I like that it's not just about like I'm, you know, doing shopping and I'm under the tree and I'm all of these kind of like traditional themes of Christmas. It's like creating a whole narrative of like winter and like, you know, she can't believe that she's in this relationship and she can't believe that she's in this world and she's feeling so happy and she's in love and it's new and it's so romantic and i really like it a lot even though it's like slow and it's maybe not as exciting as some other songs on the album i really like i it. do like the chorus of the song the sweat completely yes yeah, that's right second yeah. in my head yeah, yeah. I hope, yeah i know my voice is almost as beautiful as kelly's but you guys don't have to say <laughs> it so much <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. The other thing I thought was kind of interesting when I was reading about this today is that some critic had compared it to Two Weeks by Grizzly Bear. And I was like, what are they talking about? So then I went and I listened to Two Weeks by Grizzly Bear again because I hadn't heard it in like, you know, a decade, whatever, since that song came out. The beginning, very similar. The beginning of both songs, it's like this kind of similar tempo piano situation. Um, It's just kind of in a different key. And did they sue her? No, I don't think so. It's just similar, and they can all I be think okay if your with song it. sounds alike, you should see. <laughs> so true. Thank um, you. Anyway, so that's Winter Dream. I support Lecrae in the fight against uh, <laughs> Katie, Katie Perry. Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he lost that lawsuit. Thank God he did, by the way. Yeah. If every Christian rapper starts suing Katy Perry, she'll be under underwater quick. <laughs> For real. Like, um, you'll she'll have to do another live therapy session to talk about how did much she did that <laughs> yeah she did oh katie, katie yeah, she cried she cried saying i don't even want to be famous anymore 
as Aww. promo for her Witness album. <laughs> she she live streamed <laughs> for 24 hours, and one of those hours was a oh, real man. therapy session. Jesus. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, not good. Andrew, you yeah, know well, about this. We've talked I do about know this. about this. <laughs> Don't really... Jesus, like, I'm the freak that watched. No, the only I watched, I watched I'm this the only too. freak that watched this. <laughs> I saw this, too. Um <laughs> Okay, Andrew, why don't you tell us one of your lowlights? Ooh, okay. Because I, I have a couple. Few. Yeah, yeah. Someone else go first. Okay, I think Michael, why don't you go first? Tell us one of your lowlights. Run, run, Rudolph. Yeah, I was going to say that one. Yeah. Bad song. I don't care about Rudolph lore. You. you know, I don't care. I don't give a shit. You don't care about Rudolph? <laughs> I, just... I don't give a fuck about Rudolph. No. Wait, first of all, they only list two reindeer. It's not like it's Rudolph and <laughs> Randall or whatever. Randolph. Wait, also, who is Randolph? I've never heard of that reindeer. He's one of the reindeer. <laughs> no, he's not. No, it's he's literally not. the other eight. Oh, it's whatever. not even? No. Yeah. I thought it's, I was in reference. Can to... you guys hear Stanley? Oh, oh. I muted myself because my dog was, was playing with the toy. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was saying no, and fuck, Michael, you're wrong, because this song is great. Well, it's great for Kelly. Mm-hmm. It showcases her vocals for sure. Yeah, yes. I think she likes to do that kind of like classic rock It's just thing. a bad song. I don't want to hear it. The the original writing of this song is bad. Yeah. It's like Randolph can take the freeway. Like a reindeer has to yeah, take is the Randolph free, a guy. A I think Randolph's a guy. I don't think Randolph is another reindeer. Okay. It's Randolph is like a guy. He's a guy. Hey, hey ladies, if you've ever dated a Randolph, <laughs> dump his ass. He can take the freeway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I again, have to like, be honest, I've never thought about the lyrics to this song. Yes, it's just... I just assumed right, that I knew what was going on, and I did not look yes. it up again this time. I'm looking at them now. I apologize. Merry-go-rounds, don't go whiz. The The lyric of the boy child and the girl child is really... Like, the, the phrasing of that is really strange. Like, you know... It's written by an alien. <laughs> yes. This is a chat GPT song. Yeah. I don't mean to go, go like, full sins on this. Like, that's boring, but, like... It's just. <laughs> Cinema sins for this one. Ten cinema sins for this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I do think it's it's just a low, it's just a steep slope after the first three songs. The first three I songs agree. are so good, and then it's just like you're kind of like just shooken a. It feels like being shooken awake at night. Like if you, that's how this song feels. Fully agree. Yeah. yeah again, from, no, go ahead, Cindy. I was just gonna say, like for me, this is under the the context of a Kelly Clarkson album. This is the moment where Kelly Clarkson gets a chance to be like, okay, you know what? I'm a I'm a rock and roll queen too. Yeah. I'm not just a Christmas queen. <laughs> yeah. I'm a rock and roll queen, and she can sing the alphabet, and it's still gonna, it's gonna sound amazing. So the lyrics don't really matter. I think it's just it brings out a side of Kelly that I think she loves a lot, and it's yeah. authentically her. And so and so while the song may not be great, her doing it on this album for me is. I think it's a highlight sure. personally. It's fine. I, it wins me over eventually. Like, but when I this like that initial jolt is bad. Like, I don't want it every day. Like, yeah. I don't want to say I want it, but maybe like once a month during the month of the, <laughs> December. Like, one time but, like, a year. And then, like by by next year, like Stanley Spotify wrapped is just like your number one artist <laughs> oh on songs. Run Rudolph Run. Like, oh my god, no oh, other songs. I'll do that like, next year. I'll listen to it every day. Fine, I will do it. You know what? I'm gonna that support is Kelly not Clarkson. A good challenge. The Run Run Rudolph challenge. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna start right now. The Who's successor to the yummy challenge. <laughs> like, hey, listen, listen, <laughs> listeners, listeners, if you are listening and you're with me, drop me a line at Snap Us Then. Let's start this going. Okay, let's go run run Rudolph every day. Mm-hmm. It's the 2024 challenge. You guys yeah. in America, if, you have 
You have nothing else to do but vote for Trump and do this. Okay, so <laughs> you have to do this. If you do this, tweet out hashtag RRR, and we'll <laughs> we'll definitely see that hashtag RRR. You got X blast RRR, and then you X also have to like. Blast, I'm so sorry. <laughs> And then you also have to like kiss, like you have to play the song on repeat, and then you have to kiss every tw- every hour for twenty four hour. hours, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like on a live stream. So that's the, the RRR X- challenge. X blast is the Andrew's favorite thing I've ever said. I think <laughs> that's, that's really that's stuck in his mind. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear a fun fact about Run Run Rudolph that I just yes. read? Yes. Uh, a possibility is that so the original song is by Chuck Berry, you know. Okay. Uh, it says another possibility is that Barry was referencing the song Randolph the Flat-Nosed Reindeer by oh. country novelty oh. duo Homer, Homer and Jethro, released in 1953. That's making me throw up. Randolph the Flat-Nosed Reindeer. That's just Shout out. I had a very flat nose, and then they're like, yeah. Like they're, that's <laughs> how they're laughing while they're doing it. Hey, someone else do a low light. Yeah. Stanley, how about you? Okay, this is going to be so controversial, and I, I, I want to word or phrase this really properly because I'm not. I, I think that I, baby, it's cold outside for me is a bit oh, of a sure. low light. Oh sure, yeah, yeah fine. That's this fine. is not that special of a rendition of it. It's fine. Perfect. No, okay. I said not the sexiest version of the song I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. That was in my no, yeah, yeah. no, I, not very sexy. I feel like who's Ronnie Dunn? I don't know Ronnie Dunn. Yeah, I did not yeah. know who he was before today, but he's from a '90s country duo called Brooks and Dunn. I think he has a nice voice, but you know, I, 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 you know, I don't think it's just doing anything amazing, but I do think he has a nice voice. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's just like the idea of like. The, the song itself now in today's lens has been a bit controversial and and Kelly just starts off so big on it. Like, I really can't say like, it's just like, it's just so massive. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the wrong tone for that song. Like, I don't know. It just I really fit. can't say. <laughs> Featuring <Great> this drink. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's that's enough. Yeah, she yeah. starts really big. Yeah, she does. She does yeah. like Marky Jerry. Yeah, he just he does all those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. It's I I listen. So listening to the song in 2023, I remember that when the controversy kind of like started to like get like traction in like uh, I don't know when I was in college or something like that, and then just like hey man, the song's about you know not having consent and stuff like that, and I was like oh okay, and then. This time around, I'm like, did we go? Did we like? Is this we as bad as we went through it again? No, no, hold on. Like, yeah, did we go? Like, is this just like, yeah? But then listening to Ronnie Dunn, I'm like, oh, geez, leave her alone. It's you know, she said no, like a lot. You know, <laughs> I, that's how I felt. Like, that's how I felt, and just like, yeah, I, I just it, like it's like that meme of the like handsome guy at work and he comes over and he says baby what are you up to this evening and she's like oh, oh thanks yeah. for asking yeah and then the ugly guy Ronnie comes over and asks, and she's like, like hello hr <laughs> <laughs> that's Ronnie like Dunn in the song yeah yeah a lot of it depends on how it's like played right it's so the i think we've gone through yeah, absolutely. yeah we've gone through like several phases of like kind of discourse on this song where it was like oh like around the time of this album actually i think was kind of when we had that first 
big cultural conversation where it was like, you know, it's about like, she's not consenting to the situation and this is bad. But then a few years later we did a kind of like, oh, well actually it's like society, right? Like it's like her aunt is saying that she can't go and sleep with this guy. And so she's saying all these things because she's being coy uh, because she's, you know, society is telling her she can't go fuck this guy on Christmas, you know? And so I think whether it's like one of those, how we read it. Mom, let me fuck this guy on Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, I don't see what's so wrong with that. But um, (laughs) so it just depends on how the singers play it. Right. So I think that Kelly Clarkson in the song, I don't think she's like being especially playful. Right. Mm. I think if you're if you if you're being playful with it, it kind of has more of that second reading like, oh, my gosh, I'm so bad, you know, mm-hmm. but if if you're playing it straight, it does sound a little dodgier for sure. I think yeah. she yes. should have done it with RuPaul. I think that would have like solved the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. There's, like, there's no question about it. You know, he's like, <laughs> oh, I, 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 uh, that's like, funny. <laughs> that's really funny. I really RuPaul can't the say only... sachet away. If it's going to be a man and a woman, it's got to be RuPaul has to be the man, you know? That's yeah. the rule. <laughs> what did I, I, there's this TikTok live that I love and will reference all the time, or maybe it's an Instagram live, and it's Nicki Minaj on Instagram live, and she's like doing that thing that she does where she's reading the comments out loud, you know, to like process it and then respond. And yeah. she's reading this one and she goes, Nicki Minaj looks like a lesbian version of RuPaul. <laughs> then she, she goes, hmm, and comes up the line. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. Okay, um, do we get a low light from Stanley? We yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe maybe Andrew, did, we, did you do one? Harper, we oh. didn't get one from you. Oh. I, oh I, yeah, like, Andrew, yeah. Like, I just like, I had the same ones as you guys, so yeah, like, so. Wait, Harper, we got to talk about my favorite things also. Yes, let's talk about my favorite things. I, I do think she does a good job with it. That is not really my issue. Um, I just don't think of it as a Christmas song, right? So It also I, like, doesn't I, fit with the rest of the album. Like if you're going to do, not, not, mm-hmm. not even is it not a Christmas song. It's it's like a song for kids, kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, there's like a place for all different kinds of like music on a Christmas album, right? I think that's kind of the deal. Is it, is it feels a little more like a variety. You ha- you're hitting a bunch of different genres. You're hitting a lot of different like kind of um, themes or audiences of Christmas, right? Like romance or family or adults or children. Like you can do all of those things in one Christmas album. Um, but yeah, my favorite things. I just, I mean, like I like sound of music. You know, I like the song. The song is, I mean, well. Now that I think about it, though, maybe I just don't really like the song. But um, yeah, I just it's I yeah, it's not it doesn't say Christmas to me. Like I've heard it on other Christmas albums, too. You know, it's on the Julie Andrews Christmas mm. album, of course. Yeah. Um, and, you know, several she's others. Allowed, but though. but she's you, allowed. Yeah. Would you like the song if it, it, she covered like um, mistletoe, uh, plants? You kiss on <laughs> yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, she made a Christmas theme. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, that would be fun. Or if she just did that Panic at the Disco song, you know, mm-hmm. where they're like, um, you oh, know, yeah, raindrops yeah. on roses and girls in white dresses and sleep. Anyway, um, but snowflakes on rooftops and yes, uh, and Mrs. Claus in red dresses. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'd like something like that. But um, this just does not do it for me. I, you know, but. To be a low light on this album doesn't really mean a whole lot to me because it's, uh, it's my favorite, favorite Christmas album. album. <laughs> it's maybe my favorite album of all time. So, yeah. 
I don't think like they're real. Like the lowlights we're talking about are that bad. Like no. yeah. at worst, she's competent. It's like right. a competent, non-insulting, easy listening song. Like you eventually grow. The, the Rudolph song eventually grows on you, and the the baby is cold outside doesn't hit a nerve, and like you kind of have like you could have a minor gripe about the favorite thing song, but beyond that, nothing. Nothing really like. Oh gosh, like that was a clunker. No, for sure. I mean, she's just, I mean, she's the best. So, <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll say. <laughs> Undisputed fact. <laughs> Thank you for like, agreeing with me, everyone. Yeah, just like. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, stray observations. I don't really, I think I, I never have anything extra to say, and I don't have anything extra to say right now. So, hmm. Yeah, I think for me, there are a couple of songs we just didn't get to because they're not the best or the worst songs. They're just songs on this album. But like um, Just For Now, I think is a really interesting choice because it's an Image and Heap song originally. Oh, wow. And yeah. so um, and, and once you know that, you can kind of hear like, oh, yeah, she's doing Image and Heap voice um, like yeah. she does on Kelly. O on Kelly Oki, she's doing Kelly Clarkson, but she also kind of is adapting to the style of the artist as well. So in Just For Now, you can hear Image and Heap in it for sure. Um, and I just think that's so interesting because it's not a traditional song, but I'm sure the first time I heard it was on the OC Chrismica episode in season two. Um, <laughs> so that was fun uh, for me. Um, and then also uh, we got to talk a little bit about Silent Night with Reba McIntyre and Trisha Yearwood. Good. Um, good. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. Very good. I, I did think it made sense for this to be the last song on the album because it's it feels different than the rest of the album, right? Like it's kind of the most traditional religious Christmas song on this album. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, it's not, you know, super religious, but it's it's more than the rest of it. Um, and uh, but I, you know, I love Reba. Yeah, it's gr great to hear. Her. She's, a, she's a little out of my frame of reference. Like I saw one episode of Reba when I was a kid. I don't remember it very well. <laughs> So it feels like the end of like a Marvel movie when like, oh, Warpo <laughs> showed up. Like, like, you know, and some like Marvel nerd Wait is like, until like yeah. it's Reba's going to be there. <laughs> I've, I think watched every episode. I of have Reba. a job for you, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> She's pawning off one of her two jobs for them. <laughs> yeah, it's like the wall of sound. Like this use, utilizes the wall of sound really well. Like the whole, like the Phil Spector type of technique of just yeah. like, the environmental and like the harmonies and like the backing vocals, beautiful, beautiful stuff. I like it when she's relaxing. I like it when you could like kind of put this on and relax to it. Like, I think that's, uh, and then she's, then she also, but in those songs, she also showcases these amazing vocals. Like, um, the songs where I'm like, I have to go to Maisie's now. Like the, those are the songs <laughs> I like a little less. <laughs> I found out there's a Dillard's like 0.2 miles away from my house that's still open. It's insane. I went in there and it looks like it looks. It feels like you time travel. <laughs> that's amazing. Right next to the blockbuster. Mm. Literally. Any other stray observations? Any other ones that you haven't talked on? I like. I do like Blue Christmas a lot. I think it's a pretty good. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that's a great. Like she does an Elvis impression without doing an Elvis impression. Yeah. She's not like. Yeah, but she's swinging for sure. Yeah, she it's is. fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, Did you guys yeah, watch? You the... can't do that voice too long because then you get stuck in it for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch the Christmas at Graceland special? Mm -mm. No. Oh, that was mm -hmm. kind of fun. It was just on like a week or two ago. It had um, 
you know, all, all the kids on there, Casey Musgraves, of course, Lana Del Rey. So basically all the women that kind of look like Priscilla Presley. Um, <laughs> Um, oh, and, Casey Musgraves' holiday special also. Yeah, has, that's a fun is one. So good. Yeah, I kept getting I know we after. Hate her now, but we do. We hate her now. I know. Because she put out a bad album. Should we? Oh, what? No, all right. no, I'm sorry. Okay, well, we'll talk about this another time. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> she did not, and that's what I'll say about that. Um, Lana shows up for like two two, two minutes, like in that special. She oh, was the special, yeah. the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, you I, guys know I saw her live this year and she got rained it. out halfway through. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Damn. That sucks. Question for the loud jerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's like there's a piano solo in the middle of the Blue Christmas song. That's really good. But if you're not like thinking about it, you just don't think about it. Like mm-hmm. this is like a studio musician who's like paid to play play the piano really good and it's it doesn't really kind of like oh my god that piano solo she i'm i'm like oh you know it's like it's just kind of like ambience relaxing type of thing but like easy listening type of music which is a art form of itself but like yeah so that's that was just an observation yeah no it's it's great everyone is does a very good job on it and it's well produced oh we didn't say it by greg kirsten uh, who yeah. is an excellent producer, worked with Adele, Foo Fighters, um, and probably every other artist you could think of. But he's been really working mm-hmm. over the yeah. last 20 years. Love that guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, do we want to do our final thoughts and ratings? Uh, Michael, how about you go first? Sure. Uh, I really like this. I don't really listen to Christmas music that often. I think it's, uh, I don't know. I just don't seek it out. Like it, I for, kind of forget to put it on rotation and then... I don't know. It's just not my thing as much. Like I'm not anti-Christmas music, but I'm not like, oh fuck yeah, it's time. It's time. You know, like I'm not really doing that. Um, but I really enjoyed listening to this. It got me in the spirit. I'm doing more traveling for Christmas than I have in a hot second. So that'll be fun. So it kind of helps to get in the mood. Uh, I really like this album. I like the original songs. I usually find original Christmas to be a little cringy, but this was good. Uh, I'm going to get this eight four carats out of ten. <laughs> nice. Uh, Stanley? Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a good it's a good Christmas album. It's not it's not Michael Buble Christmas, but it's still <laughs> still pretty decent. Uh, I'm going to give this one seven point five Canadian idols. Wow. <laughs> out of ten. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, it's very good. It's like, I think the best. So I, my brother came back from college and like we're spending time with the family and stuff and he like has a foot injury so he can't really move very much so i like help him out and stuff and this album has been really perfect for that of just like putting it on like we're not doing anything we're not like the we don't have to worry about work as much he just finished school for the semester Mm -hmm. and just like this chill relaxing end of the year kind of reflect mildly reflective but not quite reflective type of mood um and then yeah like the buoyancy of like the other songs are really um impressive like uh technically it, it hits me a little less um that like than the than her other work also like i think this is like i think uh in terms of like her discography this isn't as good 
Um, but it's great. So I'm going to give it seven highest bows, more like highest notes out of 10. Very nice. Very nice. Um, well, you guys know me. I love Christmas. I love Kelly Clarkson. I love huh? this album. What? I know. Shocking. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I did start listening to Christmas music on October 23rd. That is also the day I started watching the Hallmark Christmas movies. I have been doing Christmas for almost two solid months now. Um, and, uh, I do have a 16 hour Christmas playlist that prominently features Kelly Clarkson, uh, which, uh, you know, happy to share. Um, but yeah, so I do really enjoy this album. I am going to give it um, nine out of ten Christmas dreams. Oh wow, Harper, Harper you're my Christmas queen. Yeah, Thank you. Like, let's be real. Oh my gosh, you you it's are Christmas. Time to be real. Also, just like <laughs> be real. Ah, Andrew's the only person on earth still doing it. <laughs> I have it on my phone, but I never do it. And then I get notifications Same. that tell me like, oh, Natalie posted you, her could be real. What, you're not yeah. being real? Like what? You're yeah. living in an unauthentic life? I, I was doing it for a while. And then someone yeah. told me, damn, you play a lot of League of Legends because of my <laughs> being real. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bye. This has been fun. No, um. Why don't we all go around and say where people can find us individually? I mean, yeah. I can do it. I did it last time, but uh, Stanley, why don't you go first? Yeah, I mean, folks, you can find me at Snapastan on uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, and it's a great, it's a great page. Post, <laughs> I post, post <laughs> here and there. You know, yeah. I, I, I watch, I watch a lot, and um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And you can find me at, at Lumen Taco. I'm mostly a meme page on my Instagram story. Um, I, I do a lot of shit posting and I don't really understand what makes a close friend story and what makes a not close friend story. But uh, I know it when I see it, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. If you're one of the lucky few to be on my close friend story, please enjoy that chaotic uh, Instagramness as well. But you follow me at Lemon Taco. You're probably just going to be a regular follower, though, if you follow me for the pod. Yeah. Just just to set boundary, healthy boundaries with you guys. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> if you're lucky to follow me, my close stories, they're pretty sad. So <laughs> <It's unfortunate>. <laughs> <laughs> talk about my difficulties in life. Um, so, yeah, you can follow me at Andrew Ambrose Lee on Instagram. And there's podcasts at IBMTLTT on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, and you can follow me at Harping About on Instagram, uh, but mostly on Letterboxd because I'm trying to watch 365 movies by the end of this year. Whoa. And if I watch two a day for the rest of the year, wow. I am on track to do it. So wow. follow me there to see if I succeed. Wait, have you seen or not. Wonka yet? Have you seen Wonka yet? No, I'm going to see it this weekend, though, for sure. Ugh, I want to see it so bad because yeah. it's good. It's good. I yeah. Well, I, I told good. everyone from the Paul beginning King. that it was going to be good. It's Paul King. That's Paul right. King? Yeah. So I guess. And what everyone Sean was Connery like, is. "This looks really like trash." Good. Yeah, it's I supposed did. to be good. I yeah. see Hugh Grant as that Oompa Loompa, and I am filled <laughs> with just a visceral rage. Do not rage. count out the director of Paddington Two. That's though, right. That's you know? and one. Uh, Paddington's like one and two. Blasphemy, but I've still never seen the Paddington movies, and I was just talking wow. about them. I need to I see them. I haven't okay. either. Oh, you should. No, I've heard they're awesome. Do a yeah. do a triple feature of Paddington One, Two, and Wonka. 
That might be too much. That might be too Hated much. Hated as a nightmare day too for you. <laughs> too much whimsy. And he like turns it to dust. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, turns it to a pillar of salt. He's, He's like, like, you might need this with all your little religious trauma. I don't need this much whimsy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did it, um, right? We finished. Like, we did it. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty um, great. Should, uh, should I pick a song for us to play out on? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to do something wild. I'm going to pick a song from her second Christmas album. What? Let's do Christmas Isn't Cancelled, parentheses, oh, no. Just You. Oh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. Click. Thanks, everybody. Have a oh, good day. Sorry, oh, sorry. I prematurely clicked again. <laughs> God damn it. I'll be hanging